Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Larry Cantor, and here are today's top local stories. A walk in the park was anything but for a woman last evening in Washington Heights. Our Juliet Papa has details in this live report. That's right, Larry. Police are searching for the man who attacked this woman yesterday here in Fort Tryon Park along a roadway that leads up to the cloisters. The woman was stabbed twice in the neck. Police say she was grabbed from behind. The attacker put a hand over her mouth, stabbed her, and then ran off. He did not say anything to her, and she could not get a look at him or figure out what exactly he used to attack her. Two Good Samaritans found the woman lying on the roadway, one of them a doctor who was able to administer aid. She was transported to St. Luke's Hospital. Now, the roadway here leads to the entrance of the cloisters. It's also a spot where you can park and check out beautiful Hudson River views. This occurred at around 6 p.m. It was still light outside. And there are generally tourists here and visitors in and around the area. Juliet Papa, 1010 Winds, reporting live from Fort Tryon Park. Police are asking the public to help them identify the man who punched a 71-year-old woman in the face, apparently for no reason. It happened almost two weeks ago on New York Avenue in Prospect Lefferts Gardens, Brooklyn. This daylight attack just a few blocks away from an NYPD precinct house, in fact. 5.30 the afternoon of September 19th. This woman walking alone, as you see on this shocking video that we put up at 1010winds.com, the suspect walking in the opposite direction and suddenly stops, darts over toward the woman, bashes her in the face, knocking her out. As she lies crumpled on the sidewalk, he just strolls off like nothing happened. I spoke with these women who live in the area. You don't have no right to put your hands on no elderly woman. I don't care who you are. What made him do that? Is he on drugs? Is he... You know, so that was very warm. He attacked an old lady. And the victim was treated for a broken jaw and also needed a number of stitches inside her mouth. She spent several days at Kings County Hospital. In fact, the manhunt for this guy goes on. Take a look at that video. Glenn Shuck, 1010 wins here on New York Avenue in Prospect Lefferts Gardens. Newark has come up with some more money to help pay for the replacement of all lead water service lines in the city. Mayor Roz Baraka makes the formal announcement this afternoon. But NJ.com says the city will get $155 million through a new lease arrangement with the Port Authority. This is in addition to the $120 million loan Newark received from Essex County. The NYPD continues to review what happened early Sunday when friendly fire claimed the life of New York City Police Officer Brian Mulkeen. Police officers fired, but they were not at fault, says Commissioner O'Neill. This is a tragic case of friendly fire, but make no mistake, 
We lost the life of a courageous public servant solely due to a violent criminal. While investigating recent gang shootings, Officer Mulkeen chased and tackled 27-year-old Antonio Williams. For 10 seconds, they fought a life or death struggle for Mulkeen's gun which Commissioner O'Neill says he was able to fire five times at Williams. Investigation has also found that Officer Mulkeen's partners fired 10 rounds, and two of those rounds struck Officer Mulkeen. Williams, who was also shot and killed, was an ex-con carrying an illegal loaded 32 caliber revolver. John Montone, 1010 wins at police headquarters. Fotis Dulos says his estranged wife Jennifer suffered from serious psychological problems. The mother of five hasn't been seen since late May. Fotis Dulos is charged so far with evidence tampering and hindering prosecution. His comments came in an interview with a Greek media outlet. He is originally from Greece. His attorney says the interview did not violate a judge's gag order. He's asked for an appeal hearing on that order. The pastor of St. Christopher's Catholic Church on Staten Island confronted a man suspected of breaking into a donation box. Reverend John DeLora tells the advance the man was caught on surveillance cameras and he asked him what he was doing and then the man ran. Police were able to catch him. He's identified as 38-year-old Nicholas Williams. He's charged with petty larceny. The NYPD is hunting for a man caught on video, punching and stabbing another man on the Lower East Side. It happened Sunday night in front of a deli at Madison and Rutgers Streets. A victim was able to walk to New York Downtown Hospital about a block away. He's listed in serious but stable condition. No word on what this was all about. You can see the video at 1010wins.com. The head of the New York chapter of the NAACP, Hazel Dukes, has some advice for City Council Speaker Corey Johnson. Back both bills. Johnson is all for a proposal to ban flavored e-cigarettes, but he's on the fence about a proposal to ban menthol-flavored cigarettes. Dukes notes that the tobacco industry for decades has aggressively marketed menthol smokes to communities of color, And every day the menthol cigarettes are available, she says dozens more addicts are made. Johnson was a longtime smoker who is using an e-cig in an effort to kick the habit. Al Sharpton opposes the menthol cigarette ban. He says the legislation doesn't say how police would enforce it. A federal judge in New Jersey has dismissed a lawsuit filed by a former school superintendent against the Holmdel Police Department, Thomas Tramaglini, is the one who admitted defecating under the bleachers at a high school near his home. He was suing, seeking a million dollars, claiming the police unlawfully released his mugshot. The case received national attention. Tramaglini was given the tabloid nickname Pooperintendent. He worked for the Kenilworth School District and ultimately resigned his position. Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds. Visit 1010winds.com or download the radio.com app to take us with you wherever you go. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.